hello and welcome back to Loving Eklish, Reflections of Parenting a Child with Severe Learning Disabilities, Episode 3. In the last episode, we talked about my mother's parenting experience with Eklish when we moved to the UK for the first time and the difficulties parents can face when relocating or travelling with a child with or without a disability. In this episode, and in the next one, we will be discussing about Eklish's care plan in detail. In this episode, we will be just focusing on his health care plan, and in the next one, his social care plan. It is good practice to have a care plan for a child with learning disabilities, especially when they have difficulties to communicate their needs or requirements People looking after the child can read their care plan in order to help take care of them. Mum, can you please explain to us Eklish's health care plan, including the healthcare professionals involved? Given Eklish's complex needs, he had many healthcare professionals involved in his health care plan. We would contact his general practitioner GP in the community for any concerns and they would kindly come home to assess and treat Aklesh because it is difficult for him to travel to the practice. If they feel it needs further management, they would sometimes blue light him to the hospital in emergencies. Until he reached the age of 18 years, he used to have his own pediatrician, whom he used to visit every four months at the outpatient clinic in the hospital. The pediatrician would assess his medical health care in detail according to his needs, such as anti-epileptic medication and would refer to other health care professionals when necessary. For example, he referred Aklesh to the orthotics because of his dislocated hip joints, which had gotten progressively worse and caused scoliosis. All of this caused him to not stand for long periods of time and eventually he could only sit or lie down and cannot even stretch his legs. Unfortunately, we were informed that they could not surgically correct it. We were able to also contact the pediatrician secretary to see him in between his regular appointments if necessary. We were so thankful for such as a lovely pediatrician for Achilles. Yeah, I remember his pediatrician. He was very good with Akhilesh and was also an inspiration for me to work in pediatrics when I was a junior doctor. Can you let our listeners know how his scoliosis progressed further? His scoliosis had started to bring his right hip and rib closer, which was compressing his lung at the same time. This reduced his lung capacity and when he lies down, his airways were also being affected because of his tongue blocking it. His breathing difficulties had worsened over time and resulted in sleep apnea. He sometimes required home oxygen support to help relieve his breathing. But even then, it is a struggle to use this equipment or CPAP because he doesn't like to keep the oxygen mask on. His district nurse and GP are involved for his home oxygen treatment, including arranging oxygen cylinders and teaching us and the carers how to use them. 
because of his lung conditions he is also involved with the chest physician at the hospital they monitor his condition by regularly reassessing his lung capacity there is no cure for his lung condition and is supportive in nature including comfort nursing and oxygen therapy it's astonishing how his scoliosis had later impacted his joints and lungs this is a good example of how one medical condition could lead to other complications you mentioned district nurses earlier can you please describe what else they do for Akhilesh and any other healthcare professionals in the community who also provide care for him district nurses also help Akhilesh in providing incontinence pads taking blood tests at home as well as arranging oxygen cylinders they are referred by the gp and provide regular care for patients in the community dentists were also involved with akhilesh's care because he struggles to maintain his mouth care all his teeth had decayed later on with age and because he cannot chew they were also growing incorrectly the dentist extracted all his teeth under general anesthesia he later grew wisdom teeth which now needs removal too a social worker is arranged by the council for any child with learning disabilities or a clinical care coordinator by nhs clinical commissioning group if the disabilities are severe they assess the child's needs and help with health care management accordingly akleshis social worker and care coordinator help arrange is carers for regular support in his personal care referrals to respite care homes special needs school day care centers and hospices as well as free transportation with wheelchair lifts for him to travel to these sites because of his disabilities they provided funding and benefits for akhilesh because he could not ascertain a normal education or a working job to earn for his own living because of his speech swallowing and mobility problems they had also referred him to the occupational therapist physiotherapist and speech and language therapist as well mm. sometimes we may think healthcare is just provided in hospitals but it's amazing how much care is provided in the community as well for continuity of care can you please describe how the last few professionals you had mentioned are involved in his care as well speech and language therapist assist akleshis swallowing including conducting video fluoroscopy tests because of he cannot chew and had difficulty in swallowing he is at a high risk of aspirating his food which can lead to pneumonias she had helped create a care plan for his feeds including a special diet like high in fats and carbohydrates using a thickener in his foods for consistency how he feeds such as mashed up foods with a certain spoon in a certain way he needs to be positioned in a certain angle as well for him to swallow his food and drink easily and it was important to note that it takes time at least 30 minutes to finish his meal so we had to be patient she had offered alternatives such as PEG feeding but this was declined because he is able to still feed orally is gaining weight 
and so it was not required. The occupational therapist helped us arrange Akhlesh's equipment at home. They assessed the house and arranged ramps to help him to move in and out of the house using his wheelchair. They also built a ceiling hoist to transfer him from his wheelchair to his bed and a mobile hoist which can be used to transfer him from one room to another. Akhlesh also required a special bed because he was bedborn and so to avoid pressure points, a special foam mattress, air mattress and adjustable bed was recommended. Likewise, the therapist had arranged a special bath chair for bathing, splints for his hands and feet to help with his joints and sliding sheets used for moving and handling him. The physiotherapist deals more with Achilles' mobility because of his scoliosis. They had created a special wheelchair which accommodates his curved spine. They had also arranged a sleep system to place Akhlesh in a straight position when he is on the bed. For example, pillows on his side, right side where the spine curves and pillows under his bent legs. Exercises were also recommended for Akhlesh such as hydrotherapy or swimming which he enjoys a lot. When he was a child, he could stand, although for a short period of time, by using a standing frame provided by the therapist. Thank you, ma'am. I'm very thankful for that multidisciplinary approach to Akhlesh's complex care management. It's fascinating how little changes like wheelchair, bath chairs, special bed and splints can make such a huge difference to a child with learning disabilities when we make a better environment for the child. We have now come to an end to episode three. We hope you enjoyed listening and maybe given a new perspective, understanding and respect into the NHS multidisciplinary and holistic approach to healthcare management. Thank you for listening and please do join us again in our next episode where we'll be discussing about his social care plan.